what's up? This is Rocky Asuka Romero, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Boom! What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is a very special episode of The B-Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, and my co-host right now is just shaking his head in disgust right now for something. Uh, For some reason, I forgot to turn off notifications for the WWE Network, and apparently, uh, by the time you're hearing this, you'll probably be watching Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defend the WWE Women's Tag Team against the Kabuki Warriors. Oh. It spilled on my phone, so I might as well let the listener know that, too. That breaking news right here. Uh, sort of, I guess. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, you got your sources. I got my... Yeah, it's on my phone from the actual app. Yeah, so they're... I mean, they're they're AI sources, but they're still sources nonetheless. Yep, Alan Iverson sources. He is the answer. There you go. But like I said, I'm your host, Corey Smith. He's Michael Vergara. Oh, did I not say that? I'm Michael Vergara. I think we did, but I just okay. wanted to like... They already know. Like revamp it. Or not revamp it, but re-say it, and then just keep going. Revamp my name? Yeah. What should I... Re- what What should... Re- is, am I just going to be called Michael? Can we repackage you? Yeah, yeah just Michael. Just Michael. I'm Michael. Mike. Or Mike. I'm Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. Or... Yeah. yeah. The and, abdominable Mike. You notice they they start calling Goldberg that now? The abdominal Goldberg? Yeah. Oh, wow. Or at least that's what I heard, like, last Monday, at least. I just, it's just one of those I never heard that. that. Just, like, Vince was just, probably just likes, he just discovers a word that he just likes. Just, he's just, like, watch. he's, like, nostalgic and yeah. watching old Frosty the Snowman, he's or old re- Christmas specials. Watching, yeah. For and, some, in July, because apparently that's a thing. Ah, Christmas in July, Vince McMahon, that's what I do. Uh, I don't know. We should copyright this. I well Just make our own. You know how Bray Wyatt has his uh, Vince McMahon puppet. I got a bunch of T-shirts ideas coming up, so don't. Yeah, worry uh, give it to Brown Butter Wrestling, and uh, it'll, I'm sure it'll go great. Or another place we can do our T-shirts. <laughs> okay, um, but I'm sorry, is that taboo? Um, a little bit, know, maybe a little bit. Yeah, Anyways, <laughs> uh, but guys, like I said, this is the B Show. We're here to talk about NXT Takeover and the G One Finals, the A Block B Block Finals, and the Final Finals. Yep, the Finals and the Finals and the Final Finals, the Final Finals and Takeover and Takeover. Yes, and uh, apparently there SummerSlam happened, but we're not. This isn't the main roster show, so um. But I'm I might as well just give my thoughts on SummerSlam because it has been a weekend of wrestling, and I did go out of my way to uh, try to drown out the noise of outside lands outside you're, my you're, house. You're not getting paid extra for this extra SummerSlam review, just so you know. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> man, that that was real dry of you, Corey. Um. Yeah, SummerSlam happened. Might as well. I'm just gonna give my opinions real quick about it. There was. You know there were pro- there were positives on that show. Um, I think I watched more it, Superhuman on YouTube than I did than, okay. than I did SummerSlam. Yeah, I thought the Fiend had an excellent entrance. It was very well done. Um, it's like Rob Zombie created that with him. It was Tom Zavini, um, known uh, famed visual effects artist, uh, known for his Romero zombie flicks amongst other things. I thought that was a really good entrance. I really loved the theme, the remixed theme song. I consider the Bray Wyatt theme one of the all time classics. Um, but this was a very well-made it's, treatment of it. It's heavy metal version. Um, the I'm going to focus on the positive right now. I thought the Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match. I was a lot more positive than most people was about it. I know, you know, Seth Rollins has been a bit of a has been of a bit of a pain on everybody's back. I don't know. That's a weird. Metaphor. Well, hey, you know what? Like re- the reception of him has been a, has been a little more negative than usual because of what he, how he kind of asserts himself as the top guy. As yeah, exactly. Um, but I thought him winning against Brock Lesnar in a fairly clean fashion was the right decision. 
Um, even though if you start really thinking about it, that makes that it makes that cash in real pointless. It makes the whole like last like three months, four months, and completely pointless. Um, but you know, Seth Rollins, they, I think what that pay per view accomplished was it was to assert Seth Rollins as the guy. In my opinion, like right. that's real. This is this is really just a stamp on, like the nod of approval from Vince saying Seth Rollins is going to be our number one guy moving forward. Granted, we don't know what's going to fucking happen on Monday Night Raw. That he could just get like you know he could be Mike Kanellis for all we know, and um, yeah, new twenty four seven rule on the Universal Title. I thought the Becky Lynch uh, Nat- Natalia match was. Above average. People liked that one. Yeah, I thought. I mean, there was a little bit of a confusion when um, they said rope breaks don't count, which I don't think that makes any sense. It's submission. Well, it's match, no right? DQ. Yeah, that so, does make sense. So when you when a rope when you get when you disobey the rope break, it's a disqualification. Yeah. So there's no DQ. So that means automatically no rope break. But I thought At that least was in a, my yeah. rationality. Yeah. Na- rationale. Rationality. Yep. Uh, rationality. Nationality. Yep. Uh, and then on to the negatives. I thought the Bailey uh, Ember Moon match was yeah. subpar. It was, which is really unfortunate because they're both very talented individuals. It's just like they Toronto really doesn't like Bailey for no reason whatsoever. Ember Moon, she was she's never been built. She's never been given a real character. Or at least this built was just bad. They sent her with a blank check into the hot topic clearing session and said, "Figure out your character." And oh, I genuinely believe this is what like she wa- like this is the creative license that she's been like she wants out of and herself. She was, and he's I, I it's good shit. She's actually I feel like she's been kind of like this even before her WWE persona and, the, and like NXT right. just kind of just went with it. Right. I don't know. Um, she's and, a wolf. Well, she no, she's one of the wolves from um, Twilight. I thought the Shane McMahon Kevin Owens match um, it made Kevin Owens. But I just in the match itself, I thought just kind of dragged, and I thought the Charlotte Tristratus match, I was a little bit. Well, dis- hey, listen, the Kevin Owens Shane thing. If you want to end the the feud itself, there, it's done. It's over. I don't think so. it's over. It's done. It's over. He beat him cleaning the ring. Okay, all right, so, Corey. I mean, um, you need yeah, clearly nothing. Will, you need will, Kevin Owens to move on to something else. Clearly, will not continue as of the. I mean, if only there was a pay per view coming up that culminates within a cage within the next coming months. You know, complete is like leak. I, I to leave this full circle. If anything, I don't know. No, it's done. It's done. What do they have something called like Rage in the Cage? Yep, Rage in the Cage. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, I hope AEW like? puts on a pay per view called Rage in the Cage. Yeah. Uh, uh Charlotte, uh, Tristratus. I don't know was what, what I was. I don't know what I was expecting really because <coughs> it's been a while since Tristratus like really wrestled, and I thought, she, I mean, she she worked hard. Like she took some really risky bumps. Uh, she fell right on her tailbone, which was pretty dangerous for you know for AJ, a woman her age. AJ versus Nightwing. Yeah, I thought that was pretty disappointing, especially. Well, th- it was covering a Ricochet's beautiful body. It was my. It was just. I think it was just more of me expecting like to want to see his abs. No, I a G one match out of both these guys because you know what they're capable of and what their past. You know, right, past absolutely like, matches agree. were like, but then it's 2019. And I guess they just wanted to tell a leg story and all this stuff. And yeah, objectively speaking, like the, what they what was in the ring, the story they told was well done. It's just it's it's like it it's sort of like a miscast in a movie where you um where you cast Samuel L. Jackson as some stoic like guy when he was really known to be like some really loud guy you know what i mean like in it's the, just like, it was just a, like it was in star wars yeah like in star wars like mace windu yeah and it's just 
Yeah, it was just a miss. It was just like a, they were just misrepresented. Yeah, if you know what I mean. I feel you. And I can't. I can't yeah. really put my finger on it. The ending was a, like the ending was just straight out of Kota Bushi versus AJ Styles, where he, a Phoenix splashed to a Styles class, which you know that was good. That was really that was cool. cool. Um, but I was surprised that Ricochet lost. I thought this would be like you know this would this would be now would be the time to make Ricochet. We oh, keep absolutely. on hearing reports that Heyman's high on him. What's going on? Um, but I guess they just want to extend that program, which that's that's really my main beef about SummerSlam. Like some some programs are still going on when it naturally should be the conclusion. It's a very common complaint. Like the the Kofi Kings, the Kofi Orton match. Now that was a real stinker in my opinion because it was the fastest ten count I've ever like heard in a match. Like it just it just it's like they were counting well, ten think, in real I think, time. I think the ref really wanted to try out for New Japan, and then he realized he was like, oh fuck, it's WWE. I got to stop at ten. Yeah, sure. So, oh, but SummerSlam faster over yeah. there. But SummerSlam, I you know, um, there were positives, there were negatives. Um, my thumbs in the middle. What they you didn't even mention Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics. It was on the pre-show. So, so uh, was yeah. So was uh, the cruiser. We didn't. We still technically didn't find out all the way who attacked Roman. Yeah, that's true. I, there was no Roman. I mean, but Rowan did attack Buddy Murphy in the opening uh, unbooked match. Yeah. But you got that main run. That's really just more my opinion on yeah. SummerSlam. We'll, we'll go through the full rundown on uh, on our Wednesday show. Yeah. Um, tune into City Wrestling Radio at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, follow us across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications. iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and CastBox. I'm sorry, not iTunes, but the po- uh, Apple Podcast Place. App. Apple Podcast App. Also, uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CW Reform 5 Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, because uh, we put all of our new shows on Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram. Hey, sometimes we post some pictures on there, and they're kind of neat because uh, they're wrestling related, and you like wrestling stuff, so check us out. Wrestling's all right. It can be all right. Wrestling's all right. All right. It's all right to start a podcast over. What? Nothing. No, we can't start a podcast over. We're already 15 minutes into the show. We're doing it. Anyways, we're here talking. Like I said, NXT and G One. I guess we should start G One, right? Let's start. Let everyone. Whatever watch. happened first? Um, yeah. So I mean, technically, the A Block. A Block was the first thing that happened. To, well, let's yeah. see. Let's get New Japan out of the way because, uh, you know, I feel like. Um, no, you want to do sequential like A Block and then take over. No, then I don't want to go back and forth between NXT and but New Japan. But it, well, never mind. New Japan's all one flowing story. That's why. All right. Anyways, let's talk about G One. So um, it happened this past week in the last three days, A-block finals, the B-block finals, and then the final finals, like we said before. And, um, I mean, what did you think of the A-block finals overall? Um, I mean, it was this one was just more or less a one-match show. Yeah. Because going into it, it really just went down to Ibushi and Okada. There were a little bit of stories with the undercard with... Uh, uh, Sonata, like it was, and, and it was just everybody just trying to end G, their G one on a high note, except for Sonata. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, we can just go through that. Uh, let's kick it off with um, we start off with Lance Archer versus Evil. Um, like we said before, you know, I think Lance Archer deserves the award. The uh, um, most improved, most improved in the G one. Congratulations, Lance Archer. Yeah, yeah, go go, Lance Vance Archer. Uh, heavy shots between the two men. Black hole slam to evil. Lance beats up on the young lions. Uh, moonsault to everybody on the outside. Corner suplex to evil. And then um, evil kind of does a little uh, bronco buster. I haven't seen that out of him before. I mean, Man, that size, a bronco buster would actually hurt. Unlike X-Pac, where he's just like, what, less than 205 pounds? Yeah, but X-Pac tore his butt, so... 
makes it even more deadly. Uh, the ref is down and Archer gets a chair and wedges it in the corner. Evil stops uh, himself from being thrown into the chair and Archer runs into the chair himself. We have an F5 to Evil, EBD Claw out of nowhere to Evil, and Archer gets the pin with the EBD Claw on um, Evil. Evil. It was uh, it was it was a hoss match. It was. Is that what they would? Is that what the kids call it these days? I guess it was two big hosses. Yeah, yeah. it was a slobber knocker. Yeah, it was nice to see Lance Archer end on a on a high note. Um, Evil, his uh, his G one has been okay. I want to say not not great. Definitely yeah. not on the level of like a Tomohiro Ishii or even a Sonata. Hell, even a Lance Archer. But uh, yeah, there goes your G one, fellas. Um, and I mean, I mean, yeah, Lance Archer, like you said, like I said before, best or uh, most, uh, like, what do we say? Most cha- changed, what we say? Most improved. Most improved, that's the words. Those are the words that we said before. Uh, then we have Sonata versus Bad Luck Fale, which, um... This was an unfortunate match. I mean, does this take Sonata out of the running for the IWGP title shot? I don't think so. He losing, beat Okada. Losing to Bad Luck Folly like but this. But he beat Okada. That does, oh. whatever, Him losing to Bad Luck Folly has nothing to do with the fact. I mean, like, Sonata beat Okada, so I don't see how... He's taking out a title contention. Yeah, I don't see how, like, Bad Luck Folly would benefit beating Sonata. If anything, it just stifles Sonata's momentum. He beat momentum. the man who beat Okada. Oh, God. Um, well, I hope you're looking forward to a Bad Luck Folly okada match, Corey. Hey, you know what? Nope. You don't, want, you, uh, you don't want to see Bad Luck Fale as the IWGP champion? Gato's on some special drugs if that's happening. I mean, he if he wasn't in special drugs before, that's he's definitely you, on some special drugs now if that's going on. I could see Gato in some some weird stuff. But anyways, uh, it's not a Bad Luck Fale. Uh, like I said, uh, Chase Owens and um, J- uh, Jado get both put in the Paradise Lock. Bad Luck Fale inside Cradle to Sonata with the pin and the win. He is now the wrestling general. That is the story they're going with, and it's a story. You know, everyone's got a story in the Bullet Club, and he's he's the wrestling general. He trained Aaron Solo, and he also trained Sasha Banks, didn't he? I wasn't she just at the um, the Fale Dojo? I have no idea. I believe she was. Okay, um, that's that's unfortunate for everybody involved. Um, maybe she's gonna come out and look where Sasha Banks is now. I don't know where is she. She dyed her hair blonde, didn't she recently? Sure. I don't know. Uh, then we have Kenta versus ZSJ. I mean, it was a match. I mean, I wasn't too into it. The two men. Uh, oh, real? I was super into it. I really? thought these the styles gelled real well with Kenta and Zack Sabre Jr. I thought that's a thing, though. Like, they're both swarmy assholes. And so when two swarmy assholes are just, you know, pitting to the ring together, it's just what asshole, oh, you wouldn't have said what asshole would, like, would, um, what asshole would out-asshole the other asshole? See, that's the thing is you wouldn't have said it about Kenta a week ago. Because he, he wasn't an asshole a week ago. You yeah, know but that's the thing about New Japan. And now you're, you're looking either, back. And you're you're either, it's, it's a very gender, fa- it's gender um, a face heel fluid yeah. sort of mentality some, sometimes. Once like you know you have no choice but to work heel because that's how the audience perceives you. You'll just work heel. Yeah. It's the old Bret Hart 101. Uh, but Kenta does beat ZSJ with his own move with a ZSJ armbar to ZSJ. Yeah. So, submission pin win. Or yeah. submission and the win. Um, then we have the match I didn't see, Tanahashi versus Osprey. You did not see Tanahashi Osprey. No, I did not. This is what can I say? Two of the most dynamic uh I know the story of the match though. Two two of the most dynamic flyers in the in the promotion today. Lesser extent to Tanahashi considering his his uh physical setbacks as much as he doesn't want to display as much as he doesn't want to admit. Um 
But this was a perfect match between two guys with very similar styles. But then you see Osprey being clearly the younger, more uh, more crisp performer in Tanahashi. Yet Tanahashi, through will and perseverance and all that good stuff that makes Tanahashi Tanahashi, uh, pretty much just make the make it make his magic work but uh osprey got the pen in the win on this one didn't he to be a stormbreaker and stormbreaker the... yeah Sorry, uh, i love kevin kelly yes i i might even argue this was uh this was match of the night over okada bushi yep yep i thought this was a really good match and then we go on to uh, okada bushi uh the a block finals um i mean okada seems to have control early on this match uh power slam to okada and bushi goes for a moonsault but okada Gets his knees up for the moonsault. We have a springboard super run into Okada. Sit down power bomb to Okada. That's when um, it wasn't that the one when Okada was running and Abushi catches him mid run and kind of slams him down. Oh yeah, that was so awesome. It's what? just what they, it's <laughs> what they do, man. You know what? I'm just pointing out the, the the awesome things that they do. Bastard driver to Okada. Both men. Uh, they keep on driving the point that Obushi won the won the New Japan Cup with that bastard driver. Just yeah, I guess just to put over the fact that he could he could easily win with that move, but that always gets just gets kicked out. Uh, half-assed rainmaker to Obushi and another half-assed rainmaker, but Obushi kicks out. Okada then goes for a third, and uh, but gets put in the straight jacket uh, German suplex. Uh, cool spot though when Abushi. How do you know if Abushi was just wasn't strong in each half-assed rainmaker? What if the, each of those rainmakers he hurt like he doesn't hell? spin them? That's why. Okay, it's so I so I consider it half-assed rainmaker when you're just it's just like a, kind of, you know it's a rebound lariat exactly. wrist rebound lariat to say that a bunch like three times wrist rebound lariat wrist <laughs> rebound lariat I can't do it. Uh, Kata goes for a spinning rainmaker, but gets kicked in the face with a Kamagoye uh, for his troubles. Uh, Kata kicks out another Kamagoye, and then Obushi gets the pin and the win, so he gets a tiebreaker. They both finish at 14 points. Obushi is the final. A-block final winner. So congratulations, Obushi, on that one. Then we move to the B-block, uh, the final B-block night. Uh, we kicked it off with Toriano versus Jeff Cobb, which... You mean it was a match? It was a match. Uh, I think we say the same thing about every Toriano match. We say the same thing about every Jeff Cobb match. But this is fun. I mean, I don't think they've worked together. Jeff Cobb hasn't done a lot of comedy, but I did like that one spot where Toriano did stuff Jeff Cobb's arms into a singlet and to try to roll him up. That was actually pretty smart. I like that a lot. Oh yeah, no, that's it's. If there's one thing to describe Toriano, it's creative. Yeah, um, we have a super kick to the tour of the islands. To Toriano, Jeff Cobb gets the pin in the wind. They both finish at eight points. So I heard the cutoff is at six points now, and yeah, to get a spot into next year's G one. But I, I don't know how like how much of a hard rule that is. Did anyone finish at six points? Um, I don't think so. There's definitely people that finished with four and two. Who? Uh, no. I, yeah, bad luck, Follig. He had like four, right? No. Let's see. No, uh, it's not. It's not if it's not if, like if you finish if you finish above six points. That's the rule. Yeah, so there are definitely people who. Yeah, but then there are definitely people who scored six points. Oh yeah, ZSJ, ZSJ. Yeah, there had to have been people, and I think, and I, I don't know how much of a. I feel like everyone's just gonna forget about that rule come G one next year, Uh, or who who got what points. Yeah, like if anything, it's not very relevant. Uh, Then we have Ishii versus Tai Chi, which oh my god, I never thought I would enjoy a Tai Chi match. Here we go. Ishii can bring (laughs) it up. I'm gonna tell you about it. It was really good. Um, no, Tai Chi, I mean, he really came out in this match. He really, everyone who thought Tai Chi was this, you know, 
this kind of heel who just kind of pulls upset victories and he can't wrestle really kind of showed his, kind of held his own against Ishii and really made me actually kind of enjoy him. To me, I think Taichi I see Taichi as a as a hybrid between Jay White and Toriyanu. Like okay. Toriyanu was uh was a lot more theatrical and was a heel. Yeah. Uh but also really into knives. And so <laughs> But then the thing, what's unfortunate about Taichi is that all he does, he does all the bad things that I don't like out of a Jay White match. He's Jay White without the talent. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Um, Come on, but there is that beautiful song coming down to the ring every time. Yeah, that lip sync song every time. He barely moves his lips. Yeah. Um. Um, Again, he's very. uh, He's 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 a very divisive performer. Some people are really into him. Hell, some people think he's better than Ric Flair. If you follow the certain Twitter accounts, Taichi. Yeah. Whatever it's weird it's a it's a thing. Is it like some? Is it is it Miho? Are you following Miho Abe? No. Is she just sitting there saying he's better than? No, it's the same reason why people consider Migos a better band than the Beatles. They just want to be millennials. Um, oh, and uh, they just want to be Migos different. is a band. Yeah, I thought it was a person. No, it's three dudes. Quavo. That's the only name I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> really showing my ass here. It's all right. I but, didn't even know it was three people. So yeah, it is. But Taichi wins with the Black Mephisto to Ishii. Gets pinned the win on the Never Open Weight Champion. Uh, both men eight points finishing. Congratulations, Taichi. You're gonna get an Never Open Weight Title match against Ishii. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, then we have Juice Robinson versus uh, Jonathan Mosley, which my note says Jonathan Moxley. <laughs> Good for you. Yep. Uh, this oh, one. First has- off, uh, Shota gets his. You see now an official Death Rider. He has his own jacket now. He's a small little jacket. He's got a little, little jacket guy. for a little, little Shota. Yeah. A little Shodito. Yep, a lot of, a lot a lot riding on the Death Rider in this match. Uh if John Moxley wins, he wins everything. Uh, well no. He would have had to win and then Naito would have had to have won. Yep. So he would have there's, w- there's still a lot riding in this match. Mm-hmm. So and then this is also a rematch between uh, Juice uh, this is also a rematch between US champion and uh, former, former US, US champion. champion. And this was an interesting one. Uh, Moxley goes after uh, the right knee of Juice Robinson because he went after him the day before in the uh, you know the tag team matches. Uh, Juice bites Moxley's ear, earring off, calling back to when Moxley he bit. spits it out. He spit it out. It's kind of I mean, it's kind of super gross. disgusting. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, and- wrestling with a piercing is also fucking dangerous. I don't think it was a real. Pi- I think it was like a. It's a like clip on. Yeah. Um, ankle lock hey, to Juice. Come on, ankle lock to Juice Robinson. A long head lock to Juice. Uh, Juice was out, but Red Shoes. Uh, Juice was out, dude. Juice was out in that match. Red Shoes refused to call the bell. Juice was fucking out. Like I don't know how many times he like lifted his arm up. It had boos from the crowd on it, also, also, right? Yeah. Where it's like, why aren't you counting the like? If he's just this out, like, just I guess. Again, it's just one of those uh, fast and loose rules. It was literally like from- two minutes of. Trying to see if Juice was out. Well, the thing is, I, mean, I guess Red Shoes, like just to be a play the devil's advocate, Red Shoes, he knows there's a lot writing in this match, and he doesn't want this to be a. He kind of just doesn't. Oh, I don't want it to be. A, I don't want it to be a TKO victory. He, a he just, he, he just victory. No, he wants it to be even more decisive and have at least put uh, to put Juice Robinson in a position to be. He's like, I want him to be out for five minutes and then take a nap after that, it's, and no. then give up in the match. Wrestling's hard, Corey. No, I know. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. Um, but I get, you know, I, this is what they wanted to do. So they wanted Juice Robinson to go over John Moxley, and he did with the left hand of God to pull and to a pulp friction to John Moxley. 
He gets the pin to win. Um, Five losses in a row. <laughs> It's not a great, not a great streak for John Moxley. If he's like no, four, one, four, four losses in a row, four loss. No, come on, five losses. He's gonna, he's got, he's got to drop that title somehow. Um, and well, so, that's probably not gonna happen for a while if you think about it, because you know they got the Super J Cup coming up, so he's not gonna wrestle in that. Um, he the, can't wrestle in America on the TV shows with. with but he has. But did, did I not tell you about the interview that Moxley had about like he's. He's got a special deal in his New Japan contract. Okay, where it's like in, actually in his AEW contract, where he kind of has the same treat, uh, same uh, treatment as Jericho, where he can like do he's there. It's actually very fluid. In like his if dates. I really want to do it, I can. Yeah. So natural, and he said naturally, I'm gonna want to. I want to wrestle in the Tokyo Dome show, and the one opponent that he just stuck out, and he like he immediately answered the one opponent he wants to fight. Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki. Really? Uh, yep. And that's a and dream that, match. And that's when he joins Suzuki Goon. Yeah. That's when it turns into Moxley Goon. So it makes you really think if Minoru Suzuki is most likely fighting John Moxley come dome time, it doesn't even have to be in the dome. It could be like, you know, Kings of Pro Wrestling. No. Actually, yeah, Kings of Pro Wrestling because oh, it's it's, Suzuki's because Suzuki's got a He's not doing. He's not doing anything. Kings Pro Wrestling. He's fighting. That's, a, you know. if, if you didn't watch the undercard of the finals, you wouldn't know. Of course, I. That's why I'm think I'm doing logistics on this thing. Um, but let's let's get back to the B Block final night. Um, uh, then we have uh, Haruki Gutu. Haruki Goto. Haki Goto. I'm kidding. You do you, man. Haruki Goto, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, versus uh, Shingo Takagi. Uh, Shingo Takagi. After this, after this uh, win, he uh, he officially declared himself a heavyweight. Yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm eating this bag of potato chips as a, as we do this interview right now. He's just I'm like above fucking fine. Two oh six. I'm gonna just he's like awesome. go haul all haul hog. He's like give me some potato Whole salad. Hog. Give me some extra food because I'm not a cruiserweight anymore. Um, or sorry, hundred kilogram. That's you know what's that Japanese dish that super wrestlers eat? Ribera. Chan- no, chanbei or something. It's just a soup dish. Oh, I don't know. Is it just like beef stew? Yeah. And then we have the B Block Finals. Uh, <laughs> I know that I was I was thinking about that because that was the that was the fucking that was the the, the dish of choice for the LA Dojo. Okay. Like they got they got one dude who knew how to cook it, and they, that Shibata calls him chef because of it. Yeah. Like hey, chef, chef, and then he cooks it, and he says, "Do you want kimchi?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, it's everyone's favorite. I highly recommend. Every- I highly recommend that California Dreaming documentary. I'll it's, check it. We'll check it out. We'll check it yeah. out. Um, Wrestling show and tell. Let's see. Uh, then we have um, Jay White versus Naito. Everyone want Naito to win this match and go to the finals, but you. Included. What happened, Corey? Um, and I, no, and he clearly won. I mean, Everybody it was a really got good what match. They I don't have a whole lot of notes here because it was a really good match, and I was just paying attention to the match, and clearly didn't take a lot of notes. But it was a great match. Back and forth between two. The end of the match, though, had a blade run on Naito. Uh, Jay White gets the pin, and then uh, he calls uh, Ibushi out. So the fi- so. This was a resounding upset. Upset in the sense that people were legit upset, and the fact that it was, and that nobody expected Jay White to actually win this thing. Oh, yeah, I, we, need, we need a decisive heel in the finals. Yeah, so I was a gigantic proponent that night. This was G. This was the Naito. This was the G. Um, the yeah, the G one Naito had to win, and a lot of people felt the same way. So, um, can, remember what I said that when uh, that that night that Naito lost to Jay White, I mean not Jay White, um, John Moxley, and there was just this sort of existential dread, like surrounding this entire tournament that like Naito might not actually win this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Imagine this match times a thousand because it's the cold and hard truth that. 
this is not the G1 climax. I mean, Naito is just systematically eliminated from this. Like, it, there was some deep, deep reactions to this finish in general. People were like saying, "What? Like, I, I firmly believe that Naito slept with Gato's wife. What is going on with this madness? Um, they are, they are, su- they are. The, the train is super leaving the station on this whole Naito thing. But why? Um, why does he have to be a champion? Why does he have to be a champion? Why does he have to be the IWGP champion again? Roddy Piper was never really the champion. It's that's not how you I know. mean this is a this is it's 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 there's everybody's different, Corey. Naito just reminds me of the, kind of that Roddy Piper mid card. The type. thing about Naito is that yeah, he was former champion, but then he had it for like less than a month, which it was a decision I was always against. Well, he, he never should have wife then. Yeah, and he, he never there again now. He never should have done they allegedly. Never, they never should have given him the title in the first place, but you know, that happened. His his uh, his picture is on the Hall of Champions now, but there was never just that that run Naito had with the title, and mm-hmm. given how popular he is, how super over, how charismatic he is, pretty much 2013, 2012, 2013 Daniel Bryan to them, but less of a geek. Well, now now he's a little bit of a fucking loser geek after this victory, but he's kind of, he's he like, is he's he super is chill. He's he nice is. Guy. He is the most charismatic, most over person, the most popular wrestler in all that entire country right now. And over with this, Ibushi? Uh, yeah, totally. Like there are like I hear a bunch of like anecdotal. There's a ton of anecdotal evidence saying that like there is just Lij merch is like the the highest selling piece of merch. Out well, of that all those kids company. that those pre battle royale kids they didn't want those LIJ merch. No, I, you're probably you're probably joking, but then like that is super true. Like yeah. it is super popular with the kids, just that whole entire aesthetic that those guys have. Because I mean fucking look at them. Look at Sonata. Look at Evil. Look at Shingo Takagi. Look well, at it's th- also that cool like it's like a Mexican, you know, yeah. kind of it's faction. Different, you know, you know how like S people differente. Yeah. And you know how like immersing yourself in different cultures makes Makes things a bit, you know, spicy. I will say, listen, baby, makes a little spicy. But like, oh, I will say this: um, I fell in love with Bushi's theme, not Ibushi, but Bushi's theme this year. Um, it is great. I'm unfamiliar with it, but it's yeah. it's good. It's just it's. But yeah, he, Naito, and then <laughs> after that match, he calls um, out Ibushi, right? Well, no, the thing, the call by Kevin Kelly. Do you you watch the English commentary, right? Yes. The call by Kevin Kelly immediately after the, the the bell rang. There are people leaving the exits as we speak. They are they have had it with this Jay White victory, and it's like like Kevin Kelly. Like you make this sound like you know like this heat is you know advancing the story, but then that's not a good thing. Like having your audience leave in rage, like that's not. Oh, nobody was leaving. Yeah, no, there were people leaving. There were people exiting those stands. They Come were cutting on. to people. They were cutting to a lot of people that were just standing there and watching. Yeah, I mean, but then Kevin Kelly, like, it you, was the end of the but show. then Kevin Kelly was, you know, pointing that out, and that yeah. was part of the presentation. Well, you know what? It's, and like, people are throwing their ticket programs on the ground floor. Uh, there are people lighting cars on fire. Cats and dogs living together. Oh my God! You know what? In the immortal words of Vince McMahon. You need heat, damn it. Heat. Um, you know, he, he more than likely has said that once in his life. More than once. But, yeah. you. But then, you know, sometimes you have to, sometimes I have to force myself into looking in, into positives in this sort of situation mm-hmm. as much as I, as much as I am disappointed of Naito being eliminated from the G1 and, you know, that's not, not in the final at all, not in the cards as of right now. Um, this really did firmly put Jay White in the top heel position, uh, position that I feel like has been sort of 
missing in New Japan. Like there's as much as we like throw that word around heat. Oh, he's made him, he's stuff, made himself. Uh, he made himself. He really this he top really gaijin? like top heel gaijin that like you know Kenny Omega couldn't really put get himself on like get himself hated to that level because oh, he was yeah, always yeah. just he was always just too good for that. Hey, as Rocky. in like too talented for that. Hey, Rocky. Yeah. And I think Jay White has been he has gotten this he has he's been given this ball and he is just super running with it, in my opinion. Yeah. The way he conducts his character, like you know, booking be damned. I think he has done a tremendous job wrestling also and yeah, in ring wise and most especially character wise. Like I saw that in the Cow Palace and I'm and I'm especially seeing that here. Jay White, dude, he is if they really, they really want to. If they really want to play the long game with this guy, I feel like right now it's 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 working. Like he gets, he is super. And he'll hated. be IWGP champion again. Oh no he, doubt, he will win the one thousand percent. He'll. I can see it as early as Dominion. I can see it as early. Year. I can see him winning the briefcase. No, I can't see him winning the briefcase. <laughs> I but mean, we'll talk he about could it. Definitely do that. Um, let's get into the final finals. Uh, someone talk about the undercard a little bit. I think. Uh, you know, yeah, open. because I feel like some significant stuff has happened in that under. Uh, first off, the finals. first match was the Young Lions match. L.A. Dojo versus what? Tokyo Dojo. Or dojo in Tokyo. I'm just gonna call it Japan Dojo. The, the Japan Dojo, yeah. Um, it was a it's a really good match. Um, These guys really showed, showed especially showed up I tonight. think the um, the LA Dojo guys. I mean, I know Clark I, Connors and one Yota Carl Yota Suchi. Yeah, Suchi. He, yep. Um, he um, Ren Narita and Ren Narita. Um, you know, they're both incredible too. I mean, they're great athletes. Um, they're both they show great promise. They show gr- fantastic potential, especially um, especially Clark Connors. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, and if you Carl want, Fredericks, and if you're I an know. inspiring wrestler, I think anywhere in the world you should watch this match. At least the last couple minutes of this match. Yeah, um, because the selling by uh, Yota was just purely incredible. You might think he was actually dead. Yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah. The it's really it's really inspiring to see them actually setting up. An angle between you know warring dojos like we've we've kind of had this hinted towards us for throughout the G1 undercard, um, you faction know, by, wars. Yeah, by the commentator saying the LA dojo and the Japan dojo they might not be getting along and blah blah blah. Well, blah, blah, blah he blah. was saying this and he was saying this, but I don't understand what he said. But I knew what he was saying. Oh my god! Uh, god bless you, Kevin Kelly. You naive, optimistic. I think Kevin Kelly, you went. naive, optimistical boy, you are. Yeah, he's awesome. I I I, I do generally want to like. Watch a show with him. No, he's he's very think. Okay, might as well just get into this now with the commentary. Like the thing about Kevin Kelly is that he he is an excitable boy. He has this naive optimism about him that makes you excited about what you're watching. Well, you're seeing it through his. You're listening to it through his thoughts. Yeah, because it's not just like Michael Cole. Oh, a slam. Oh, this. Oh, yeah, because oh, they incredible. are given that, that's nothing. That's crazy. Oh my god. Because there is there is that story where like the 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 commentary team they are given absolutely nothing. They more or less kind of go like they they of course like of course they research they they're well researched on the subject, but then they they just call it as they see it and um and I think something and I think someone like a Chris Charlton like has done a tremendous job just getting that absolute expert role on it the fact checker yes, you know, as yes, they would say yes um, Mr. Kevin Kelly and there was and remember and I feel like we didn't mention it the last show but then there was that time where Rocky Romero and Kevin Kelly they were just they had no idea what the like the standings were like they just like like in middle mid call like oh no if he's gonna get eliminated that means that blah, blah. Oh, oh, they and did. then they, they just kind of have this little like they stop and they're like they oh, stopped a little bit like 
No, wait a minute. No, actually, this is because you know G one. But you know, they're like, I mean, we have we have about as much confusion with the G one as you know everybody. But I feel like they need to be on top. Oh, of Oh, Rocky Romero had a lot of confusion with that C blog. I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to say I'm that was that guy on on Twitter, but oh boy, <sighs> final final. I was one of the guys on Twitter. Yep. Final finals. Final finals. Uh, and then we had a bunch of matches. Young Lions. Were, young Lions. Oh, uh, Boston Crab to Suchi and uh, Connors gets the submission win. Uh, then we have um, Tai Chi, Kanemoro, uh, Archer versus Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, and Jeff Cobb. Man, it was, but, a, it was the a fl- last Jushin Thunder Liger Budokan Hall show. And I mean, this is he hasn't wrestled there, I guess, what, since, was it 2002 or something? They said? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, so it was a comeback for him. Cobb gets a tour of the islands to Kanemoro. And yeah, got to spin the win. Uh, then we have. Oh wait! <laughs> also, up? there was this really. I think there was also this really funny call by Kevin Kelly as soon as they started um, the 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 Liger theme playing. He was like, "Yay! I've been waiting all weekend for this." Again, Yay! he's, the excitable he's just boy. like, "Yeah, excitable boy." That's gonna be Esther when the we see Liger boy. at the Super Achievement Cup. Yeah, what do you think he's gonna do? He's just gonna like he's wave. Have a match. No, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna have, have like, a tag a ta- match. He's gonna have a tag undercard match. Yeah, tag yeah. undercard match. Uh, probably tagging with one like Carl Fredericks. You've you've seen him like in a singles match in an. Indian. Yeah, he touched yeah. my chest. Oh, nice. He, he you I was didn't chop a, it though. I, no, I was wearing a New Japan shirt, and he he was coming down for his match, He's... and he said, "Hey, good shirt," <laughs> and then pat my chest and walked away. Wow, did you, have you washed that shirt since? Yeah, it kind of shrunk on me, or I got fatter. One of the two, probably both, could be both. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it's probably both. Um, then we had another, t- uh, was it six man tag? Rapungi three K and Will Ospreay versus Chase Owens, Taiji Shimori. And the Tokyo Pimp, Yujiro Takahashi. I mean, it was um, it was a match. It was a match. It was nice to see some of these guys back, though. Like our uh, Rapungi 3K, Drushin uh, Liger, Tiger Mask. Um, in the next match, we had... Well, the next match was Shota Amino and Juice versus... Uh, and Tohanare. Another tag match. But the match I want to get to... Um, let's see. Oh, first, uh, let's talk about this first. Uh, Ishii, Kenta, and Yoshihashi... Versus the G.O.D. and Bad Luck Fale. So before this match, um, you know, Tama Tonga did take to Twitter saying he has signed a new athlete to the Bullet Club. Um, and we didn't know who it was. Uh, but it going was into this match, good. I was kind of like, why is Kenta teaming with Ishii and uh, Yoshihashi? He's not I mean, part of chaos. I mean, who the hell else is fucking... But he did, what it, else is Kenta going to do? It seemed weird you know? to me. And then Tama Tonga was in the match. So... Um, let's see. Towards the end of the match, Kenta gave Ishii a running knee. GTS to Ishii. Tamatanga gets the pin and the win on Ishii after the Wait, match. Did you? What? Did you? Uh, you went through the Lij match, right? No, I didn't talk about that. I mean, nothing really. It was a. It was a ten man tag. Yeah. What about it? I mean, they wanted to get over. I feel like it's kind of. It's a little bit significant because. It's just Lig. They they wanted to get over the fact that Lig is like in a weird spot and they have to be tighter than ever. And there was a, there was a little bit of a story beat where um, Sonata uh, Sonata like proclaimed himself the king of pro wrestling, Ooh. which is the name of a certain pay, uh, name of a certain special. It's also a nickname for someone else. Yeah, it's a nickname for one Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, so um, you know, who knows what's going on there? And he um, and he immediately was the one to raise his fist first, and then everybody was, and then Kevin Kelly kind of just put over the fact that well, they the fist bump each other. Well, yeah, he said like, oh, the Sonata was the first one to put it up, and then Naito, and then Evil Bushi, and the last one is Shingo Takage, and so they're questioning the long term prospects of one Shingo Takage within this group, and then the splintering of 
evil Ensenada as a tag team. Bushi just being Bushi. And Naito being the Naito. you know, being this freaking proverbial rut that he's in right now as IC champion yet. You know, he's a what is it? A kingdom without a kingdom without a horse, a king without king, a horse. A kingdom without a king. Yeah. A man without a nation. A man without a nation. A a bed without a blanket. <laughs> a lamp that, that's with, cold. Without a light, light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> Are you calling him dumb? <laughs> no. Uh, but I like that for calling someone dumb. But then we go to the, like I said, the. But bowl- on to the Ishii uh, Kenta kerfuffle. Uh, toward, like I said, towards the end of the match, uh, Kenta turns on Ishii. Tomatonga gets the pin after the match. Kenta, he's now BC for life. He's, well, I don't know for life, but he's BC all the way. Because he refused to tag in, right? Well, he refused to tag in, then he attacked Ishii and yeah, gave him and a GTS. He, and then, no, but the thing, what, I, what, what really got me over this is. Ishii, like his final stand, even though he was like getting screwed over and he was getting attacked, but no, even though he was uh, being outnumbered, he still like put up a fight and he was still he still had a chance to win. And the second that Kenta found realized that, I was like, no, fuck that, I'm I'm making a point here. Yeah, and then yeah, he just GTS. goes straight to the Busaiku knee. He gives him the GTS, and then Rocky, Rem- not Rocky, remember Tamatonga. He he uh, he covers on he covers onto Ishii while looking while looking up on Kenta with a. With like a Paul Heyman to Brock Lesnar gaze, you know, with that amount of love, yeah. and then pins him one, two, three, and there you go. Kenta is now a member. They well, be, they he's not down a, on issue. No, he's yeah, an they, official member. No, no, no. But then he. It was not less. It was just more or less just him. It wasn't the official official. Not at that point. He was just oh, there. Yeah, yeah. And then Yoshihashi uh, entered the scene. They beat him. Uh, up. They beat him up. And then you and then they clear the ring, and then you see Kenta grabbing a microphone. And before he speaks, we see a lone man, a lone shadow, running up from the entry, r- running up Get from the out of here. running up from the entrance. And it was Katsuyori Shibata. After two and a half years of uh, two and a half years of being in the inactive list, after his uh, harrowing headbutt spot. In what was regarded at the time, the, one of the greatest matches of all time. Some might say the greatest match out of the 2017 Kazuchika Okada title run at Sakura Genesis 2017. Beats the living fuck out of Kenta. He does all his main spots. He does the forearm to the neck on the corner. And everybody's being super careful with him. Well, and But then also everybody's losing their collective fucking shits. Me, goddamn included. I'm... Yeah, and so like uh, uh, Shibata is doing his signature spots. He forearms, he forearms Kenta into the corner, and then he runs to the other side to do the to, to do the basement drop kick that Kenta has been doing throughout the tournament. And then he goes for the sleeper hold. It's for to put um to put Kenta into position for the PK. But before he does the PK, he gets hit by Jado with the kendo stick, and then they proceed to beat on. Uh, Kenta, I mean not Kenta, Katsuyori Shibata, which you said earlier. Yes, he they were super careful with him because, god damn it, this dude was bleeding from the brain two and a half he years ago. Died. He almost died, but like legitimately, yeah. But then, uh, bearing that bearing that in mind, I thought this was one of the, one of the greatest angles New Japan has done in about. 15, what does it lead to? Thirty years. What does it lead to? I mean, Just you would Kenta have. You would have. I mean, you would have to assume it's gonna. At best, no. Uh, okay, yeah. It would have to be. A, it would have to be like a Tokyo Dome match against Kenta. I would imagine it would be a tag match. I, I think it would be. Um, I think it would be Ishii, uh, Shibata, and uh, Kenta. Was and Shibata part of a faction? Sh- uh, no, no, okay. no. He was. Uh, 
he was more or less kind of his own person. Like, you know how, like, Tanahashi and Ibushi, they're just sort of their own New Japan yeah, kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. Again, I'm not Chris Charlton as much as I want to be. But I got – I this has to be – this is far and away angle of the year for me. Um, I know we have a couple ways of ways to go, but this – We got another this, half a year to go, Rocky. <laughs> wow, that's a, real, that's a really great Kevin <laughs> Kelly. But, yeah, that – this brought that angle in and of itself brought this show to a whole nother level. Yeah. In my opinion. It was. You know? Yeah, it was. And it was the final. So it was, a good it was main. really the main takeaway from this entire show. Everybody, I think like so. Twitter fucking blew up. It was trending on, in, <laughs> on Twitter in my, in, oh, granted it was on the city. It said Shibata. I'm like, that's good to see. And that you, is great. You to tweeted see. right. Your tweet was right in between Meltzer and Alvarez, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. It's I'm all, all amongst the, amongst the pillars of, of the wrestling community. Part of the other experts. Yeah. You're our new Japan expert. But uh yeah, one of the angle of the year. And it's not even close so far. And then we have uh, Minoru Suzuki and ZSJ. And, and let's not and let's not forget Kenta doing the Indian pose on top of uh, Ooh, sitting Shibata, on his chest. Shibata's body. Oh, the ultimate disrespect. It, it revitalized this entire show. Revitalized Bullet Club. People, Bullet I know Club. people are like super negative on uh, Kenta joining. Dead. No, like a little more or less negative on He's Kenta Styles joining Bullet Club. Um, some people say he should have joined Suzuki Gun, which I don't disagree with. But I think Bullet Club needed Kenta more than uh, Kenta needed Bullet Club at that yeah. point. <coughs> Excuse me. Will you go and back to the whole respect me thing? Maybe from Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, maybe. And then we have uh, Minoru Suzuki and ZSJ versus the Mega Powers of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Granted, when this happened, I was like, how the fuck do you follow this? How do you uh, follow any of that? Kazuchika Okada and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh, well. Uh, game on, gentlemen. Well, there you go. And um, This was a really good match. It was a good match and a surprising finish. Minoru Suzuki pins Kazuchika Okada, possibly earning him a shot at the IWGP. They were hammering that home at the end of the match. Yeah. How he wasn't even in the tournament, and he took the easy way to a ti- IWGP title shot. So this is going to more... This is more or less King setting Pro up... Wrestling. No, the Royal Quest, which is their um, England show. Okay. So in, in that card... I just thought because he was called King of Pro Wrestling, yeah. Minoru Suzuki, that it would be at King of Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I think that's going to be Sonata's spot. I think he's doing Kings of Pro Wrestling. Um, but Which I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily do that because... I think Sonata, I think the next time Sonata would fight for the title, I think he should get win it. But then I feel like this is just a match for him to lose again, and just on the way to the title. But I digress. Uh, but ta- but uh, with that match, uh, Suzuki pinning Okada, of co- I think that's going to set up the the Royal Quest. That's the New Japan England pay per view. They're also setting up um, ZSJ Tana- and Tanahashi yeah, for, for the Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship, and it's. It revitalized Suzuki. Like that's that's the. He that's, said after this, that he got on the mic. He says, "I want that IWGP title." I watch over right now. I watch this show, and it's always been known that the G One Finals matches would be just a bunch of tag matches that sets up the rest of the year. Yes. Um. This this one this particular like this show so far could easily set up the year like the, the rest of the year and hell maybe even the next like well within the next year yeah honestly and uh i watched this and i'm like man you imagine and can you imagine monday night raw being like that every week (laughs) and i know it's hard to do it on a weekly basis what to be good yeah oh yeah but then just like i can't just it's so easy to just elevate just to make people excited about a thing 
you know? Yeah. And granted, it, <laughs> granted, the what I'm talking about is the return of arguably one of the greatest New Japan performers in the last 20 years and in a returning Shibata, which I'm still fairly reserved on him actually returning. I recently rewatched that Okada Shibata match when he did that headbutt spot. I saw that. I saw you watching. He that. was. He bled through, again. He he, he his brain bled. When his he's skull. bleeding. That's through his skull hard way, and you can tell him shaking it, his, trying his hardest to shake it off. And he wrestled another six minutes, and he could have died. I past all that. I thought I, I was floored. I was out of my seat when that moment was happening. And yeah. That's yeah. It's hard to shake it off, man. It is hard to shake off the chills from that moment. But shake it off because we got to go to our main event. Kota Ibushi versus the Switchblade, the Knife Pervert, Jay White. Oi! Um, Okada! Ibushi! In the immortal words of Jay White, hmm? what, he dressed like John Cena or something? Huh? Where's your hat? Huh? Uh, you got this, your wristband? How about your Switchblade? Where's the Switchblade? What about you? Rocky! Naito, you piece of shit! Uh, so all members of the Bullet Club are yep. united and come and out this, and I thought that was fucking awesome. And this hammered... This super hammered the home like the Bullet Kenta. Club is united. Yep. And Kenta this is, is this is re- He had a shirt on. Yep. Bullet Club shirt. Kenta has a shirt on. So for once. <laughs> I like I really like Kenta's regular shirt that he was coming down to the ring. Takeover? No, the G one shirt. The one he was it said like Fang Reeves, uh mm. Kenta revived or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that was a really cool shirt. I I liked it. Uh Red Shoes kicks all the members of the Bullet Club out uh from ringside except for Gato, uh, because he begs and pleads to stay at ringside. Uh, but he gets kicked out pretty early right after that. Um, well, the thing is, uh, what happened was that Mar- um, Red Shoes, he immediately saw through what was going on. And it's like, no, no, no. Fuck, fuck all y'all. Out. Out. Yeah. But then Gato made a plea saying, okay, they get out, but it's just going to be me. And so, you know, Red Shoes, he just wanted to get this thing moving forward. It's like, fine, dude. Like, whatever. sure. Yeah, we got to we got to I got to go home. <laughs> He's like, I got dinner plans. Let's, yeah. let's get this going. Um. And then, but then, not not uh, like not much after, not not so much time after that, Gato immediately just disrupted the match, and then Red Shoes is like, you know what, fuck it, no, you out too, yeah. which uh, got immediate pop. And then, uh, then we get to a point where the ref gets uh, Red Shoes gets knocked out, and there's a low blow to Abushi. Gato comes out with a chair, and they both beat down on Abushi's leg because you know the night prior they're already working over Abushi's uh, quote unquote injured leg. Um, but Abushi's still able to hit the second rope deadlift German suplex to Jay White. Uh, White does that thing. Unlike, you know, Kenny Omega a few years ago, you know, Kenny Omega collapsed before the Rainmaker. It's funny that you mention him now. Should I just talk about him? Oh, well, he was there, apparently. Yeah, he was in Japan. And so when I heard that and then I saw the fact that... You thought he was going to run in and help. Abushi would get a number outnumbered by at least Gato. It would be kind of cool was for Kenny a, Omega, There too. was a little inkling in my mind, like... Man, Ibushi, Ibushi could, I mean, I mean, Omega could easily just, you know, come out for the save. And the, if you think Shibata returning would explo- would make this place explode, can you imagine that? Especially with um, taking out Bullet Club. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, that's that really the be, icing on the cake. That would be quite. That would be quite something. But uh, it didn't happen. Uh, then uh, Gato, like I said, he's already been ejected, but he's still ringside hiding from the red shoes. He tries to hit, run and hit Ibushi with the brass knuckles. He's knocked out by Ibushi. Uh, half and half suplex to Ibushi, which leads to a Bumaye to Jay White. Red Shoes instructed Rocky to get Gato out of the ring because, you know, production staff, they all stick together. Um, another Bumaye to White, followed by a kick out. Blade Runner to Ibushi. Straight jacket suplex to White. Back and forth between the two men. Uh, trying to fire off their finishers. Uh, multiple knee strikes to Jay White. Kamagoye to White. And then we have another 
Kamagoye with the pin and the win, and Ibushi wins the G1 Climax 29. I thought this was a really good match, um, I th- but it was also further enhanced by the sheer dread of um, Jay White potentially winning this because that was also very, very, very possible. Yeah. Um, to be honest, it would have been a lot more beneficial uh, for for Naito fans if Jay White were to win that. If Just, if um, Jay White would have won it, it would have been a good year for someone to lose a briefcase. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, the contract. Yeah, and I think now that Ibushi has won this, it makes it a less of a guarantee. He could still lose that case. Hell, he could still lose in, like, say, Kings of Pro Wrestling, which, man, that's beginning to be like a loaded card in and of itself. But um, congratulations to Kota Ibushi, your G1 Climax 29 2019 winner. Golf clap, everybody, golf clap. Yeah, no, I do. I really did like the, you it's, know, in the afterwards, yeah. the, they did the press conference, and I did love the picture of him with the, with was, the trophy and all is, the beers in front of him. Here's the thing it is quite the celebration, it is a very, it is a vast accomplishment for, uh, for uh, Kota Bushi for his already storied career. Is, uh, he's the first man to win the New Japan Cup, the um, super best, uh, the Super su- J Cup, best of the Super Juniors, best of the best of the super, really, he didn't win Super J Cup, did he? Yeah, I think he did. Oh, I thought it Maybe. was best of the Super Juniors. I think it's honestly, you're probably right, best of the Super Juniors. And now the G1 Climax, mm-hmm. um, and he's the only man to do so. Uh, I can see them definitely strapping the rocket on this guy. Kotobushi, he, he was always that guy who was, you know, the second he signs a long-term contract, this guy, he is going to get pushed to the moon. But it just, for years upon years, it just never happened. And, just, and because of that, they just never quite pulled the trigger on him. But the second they announced, the second that he announced he 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 signed a long term contract with New Japan, mm-hmm. I expected the world from him. Yeah, and right, and just through this G one climax win, I'm seeing I'm currently seeing this come into fruition at the you know at the at the unfortunate behest of Tetsuya Naito, where I still feel like it's really his time, and it's and the and the only his time, time is up. Code time is now. It's beginning to look like that, and. Honestly, I would be more mad about it, but then I can't help but feel good. Uh, feel good. Feel you know. Feel. Kota's more great of a heartthrob. Yeah, feel great about uh, Ibushi having this accomplishment because, like, he deserves it. He is one of the most electric performers they have had in years. He's one of the best wrestlers in the on this earth. Yeah, right now, and it's you feel you see the emotion he had winning that, and. I remember that I remember that Starcast interview by uh, Kenny Omega um, on that panel where he knew he didn't want to ask uh, Coda to come into AEW because he knew the cha- the IWGP was the be all end all for Coda Bushi, yeah. and so he knew he knew he was going to say yes. Yeah, and so because and, he's such a good like friend and like yeah. wants to, and it's uh. It's a very it's a very heartfelt story beat to an already heartfilled storyline. So right now, Kota Ibushi, Kota Ibushi, um, Kazuchika Okada. At How is that Tokyo. looking like right now for you? Um, fun. I mean, we but just saw the match the other night. Um, that it's is going to go an hour. At that Tokyo is the Dome, unfortunate though. part. It's go in my hour. opinion, I feel like, and I know people dread it at the fact. That code uh, at running the uh, running running it back with Tets- Naito and Ibushi uh, as a G one final because someone might die. Yeah. Um, 
but it's also really unfortunate that we've seen the match of Okada and Ibushi already. In we've, the A block finals, yeah. And I know and I know between now and January fourth it's gonna be a little bit different. Right. And the stakes are a little bit higher. Yeah. But higher and higher. We'll know how we'll know how we'll know how I feel about it around December or uh, or come the fall time. Come. He might even he might not even have it by then. He could just have this he could have this G one and then they can tell the story of him losing that ticket but then having to come back again for it again because you know who knows yeah you know people there's a there's a fair amount of people who are still holding out hope about him losing that and having naito and let's not forget the caveat of january 4th and 5th two nights you know, two maybe, nights maybe someone else get another title shot <laughs> who knows there could be like there could be a winner take all match also who knows Okay. Can you Don't imagine that? St- what? Then fucking Ra- like Okada. Like let's say Okada and Naito are are both still their respective champions. Oh, title for title. I mean, yeah, yeah, title for title. They both defend their title to each person, and then the next night they fight each other. I remember that being floated around. Again, this is just you know. Oh, one night fantasy the Intercontinental, booking. the next night the no one no both the IWGP and the Intercontinental title are going to both get defended on January fourth. Mm-hmm. They both win. Or whoever's winning those matches, and then winner take all, uh, winner take all IC and IWGP. Which I wouldn't. It doesn't really make all a whole lot of sense. Who then? Like, what does the loser get? Yeah, nothing because they suck. I remember they someone lost, flo- and I also remember someone floated around the idea of uh, Kota Bushi beating Jay White with a one winged angel. I mean, that would be cool. And, this, and then someone also reversed that, saying Jay White wins with a one-winged Ooh. angel with, for maximum heat. Oh, heat, heat. Honestly, I feel like I would have booked that. It's I honestly heat. feel like I would have booked that. But then you're also just inkling that whole Omega storyline. If he's not in the picture, then what's the point? Yeah. And then we, um, but we also had this past weekend, NXT TakeOver. Are we just going to close the book on G1 Climax like that? that's it. We just covered a G one, Michael. We covered the entire G one. We can actually what tell. Is, we are. We can tell reporters like, no, I've covered the G one before. And uh, I'm already. Are, are you feeling the post G one depression? No, not yet. It's as someone who has experienced it, you know, last year and the year before. It is real. Um, not to you know, not to you know, uh, make light of the, that term depression. I know that's you know a bit of a heavy subject for you know people with mental illnesses and and the like, but. Now, for lack of a better term, it's post G one depression is very much just a Lull. an absence of um, an uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. You there know? you go. People we people are always saying like, oh, there's just so much wrestling, so much wrestling. But then it's such good wrestling, and it's just it's like Christmas. Well, it's like it's almost, like December twenty sixth. We're almost desensitized by it all, you know. Like right now, we're like we. Watch, I can see uh, AEW we, doing their own G one. We watch G one, and then you cut to Takeover, and it's just like, yeah, it's good, but like. Uh. So that's the G one climax. That's G1. I just, I just want a good like. I, I kind of just want a good bookended storybook. Who do you? What was your match of the tournament? On the spot right now, you can always change your mind. You can tell you got I mean, a, you got more shows. I, to, I like I like my Toriano Moxley match. I thought that was be fun. serious here. I man. am being serious. I don't. Come on, I'm, man. I'm not picking a match because I think it was like, oh, this is pure wrestling. Like it, fuck yeah! Like if you want to pick that, I'm gonna so, say like but Okada Bushi was a great match. You are you I mean? okay? All Ishii right. Taichi was great, but I mean, are you gonna say Toriano is your performer of the tournament? No, Ishii is my performer, my MVP. Okay, my my um, because he my brought ma- a good match out of everyone. I think my match of the tournament is 
I was actually thinking about this on the way on the bus ride, and it might have to go with Shingo Takage versus Tetsuya Naito. I really, really like that match, and but then it's also it's it's also fighting. It's 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 one it's one A one B. Honestly, for me, it's Moxley Knight. Uh, it's Moxley Ishii. That was really good. And yeah. um, hell, yeah. even even Shingo. Yeah, that might have been actually my favorite. And Shingo and Ishii also. Wise. But then even even at even at that point, yeah, even with those two. Hell, even three matches, I still gotta go with John Moxley as my performer of the of the tournament. Well, I mean just like just the sheer novelty. And I think that that plays a huge part of like what does a guy who dedicate dedicated five plus years to a company like the WWE, how is he gonna adapt to this style? And what is he gonna is he gonna drown or is he gonna swim? And, and we swam he did. We saw fucking John Moxley create a boat out of water. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. And just straight up and just went to the motherland, went to the promised land, you know, yeah. wrestling heaven. He's not dead. He's but. not dead. No, he's <laughs> definitely alive. Um, but and his, career is very, much alive. his career is very much alive. Right so now. I'm going to say, fuck it. I might just go Shingo Ishii and John Moxley as my, uh, as my performer of the year. And I know Osprey is out of this fucking world. Osprey Okada, Osprey um, uh, Ibushi. And I think that just goes to show how fucking amazing well, this it tournament was. Different. It was I, a little different, you know. I think it's just just goes to show how amazing this G one climax twenty. Some might say this might be the best one. We have to give it up to for the winner of the C block, Chase Owens. Congratulations, Chase Owens. I hope you take that thumb, and when you go to G one or to Area fifty one, and uh, you use the powers of that from thumb. the G one to Area fifty one, it's Chase Owens, the winner of the C block. And uh, C block Chase Owens, B block Jay White, A block uh, Kota Bushi, and your winner, 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 chicken dinner, Kota Chase Abushi. Owens. Oh, yes, them yeah. too. Um, but you know what? It's um, coming out of this. You really, you know, enough can't be said about Kevin Kelly, like we said before. Oh, he, he's done a fantastic job, so and good. I, him and Rocky Romero and Chris Charlton. I know there was a bit of a road bump for. Uh, Chris Charlton throughout that entire tournament saying, you know, TV saw that that nerd, fuck him. Um, but thankfully they listened out of all the Wait, outpour. Who said that? TV Asahi. Remember the whole kerfuffle about TV Asahi saying, thinking that Chris Charlton doesn't fit the mold of a... Uh, Is this a TV channel Japan? in Japan? Yeah. Okay. And which doesn't make sense because they don't really... It doesn't really matter for them. They're, uh, Japanese television has to... Whatever. Yeah. So, that's what it is. Kotobushi, your winner, your G1 Climax winner. He um, his put one of his post match speeches. I'm celebrating this with each and every one of you, the audience and the press. And I'm just thinking, like, man, it's because he doesn't have actual friends to celebrate it with. Aww. he's all by himself, and so he's asking the press and the audience to celebrate with him. No. No Kenny Omega, no lover, no Golden Lover by his side. He not even, been, not could, even Bucks, not even the Elite. He could have been a member of the Bullet Club. It's really, it's really kind of weird how lonely he is. He he won it all, but was it all worth it? Hey, well, well, remember, life is not life is not worth living without. Not people. all just much box chocolates. Yeah, never know. Kotobushi, good job. That's G1. Good job, New Japan. Good job, Gator. Good job. Good job. Good show. Good show. Good show. Okay, let's move on to TakeOver now. Oh, God. <laughs> Mega show. We're and on then, it. We're and, on the... How, what, how much time did we 
dedicated. I feel like, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go through it. Let's see. Uh, Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. I mean, this is a decent match. Uh, good opener. Good opener in the match. Uh, Angelo Dawkins and O'Reilly start back and forth between the two teams. And before uh, you start, um, our prediction, Undisputed Era runs the table. No, it didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. Um, it was a weird mix of results. Um, we have a rock bottom uh, to Bobby Fish by, was it by Angelo Dawkins for some reason? Uh, Montez Ford. Oh, was it by Montez Ford? No, Montez Ford was going to do a... Uh, people's Elbow. People's Elbow. Um, all four men exchange strikes, and then we have a sweet rib music to O'Reilly. Suicide dive to the Undisputed Air by Montez, and uh, Frog Splash to O'Reilly. Montez gets the pin and the win on uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Very curious decision. Remember when we said Undisputed Era is running the table and thinking Street Profits are going to more or less be... No, they were going to the main so roster. Raw, yeah. Not happening. No, no. But you know what? It's, um, maybe they'll have them on Raw if they're going to develop NXT as a third oh, oh. brand. You know what I mean? Uh, to compete with AEW on Wednesday nights. I got something to say about NXT as a whole after this. Okay. Uh, then we have a really, really good match. Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Uh, Io Shirai's got new gear, and she looks fabulous in it. Um, Candice LeRae is Candice LeRae, and she still looks like she's from SoCal. <laughs> no, uh, um, and yeah. Uh, Candice LeRae, I was going to give a breakdown of the match. What were you going to say? No, yeah, yeah. Uh, Candice LeRae goes right after Io. The two tease a sunset flip powerbomb, but they don't do it. Uh, suplex LeRae through the announcer's table. Uh, Candice makes it in at the nine count, and we have an air raid crash to Candice, uh, but Io crashes um, on a missile dropkick to Candice LeRae. Backward 619 to LeRae. Uh, Tope to a tornado DDT to uh, Io. German suplex with a high bridge to Candice, followed by a kick out. And then uh, end of the match, though, had a double underhook suplex to Candice. Moonsault to Candice by a kick out. And then the Koji clucks to Candice. Clutch. 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 Sorry, I'm a little dry over here. Clutch to Candice LeRae. Same here, man. And I um, thought this was a... she got the KO victory on her. Uh, I thought this was a tremendous match, easily the best match of their of both women's NXT runs so far. Oh yeah, yeah this, definitely. Candice LeRae really showed up tonight. Io Shirai. It's has... interesting to see you know two heels came out of both the women's matches winning. So what? Two heels? Yes, Io Shirai won. She's a heel. Candice LeRae is not a heel. Right. She didn't come out of this match. She didn't come out of her match to win. I'm saying. Out of both the women's matches. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brain fart here. But I thought this this real. I thought Candice LeRae did a really good job uh, making Io Shirai look like the biggest star. In well, they're both they're both they're, tremendous they're, wrestlers. Yeah, and they're both tremendous. And like, tre- yeah, I think Io Shirai is a tremendously heel. I think she's going to get. I think she's going to be like Becky Lynch in NXT, but in NXT, you know, like. In well, about a month, she'll be a face again. Where she's just gonna straight up just be the most over performer in the entire fucking oh, that promotion. Theme song is so awesome, dude. Yeah, like everything about her is awesome. Oh, so yeah, she's gonna end up being Becky Lynch in about a month. I put, I'm putting my stamp on it right now. And then we cut to uh, Matt Riddle coming out to the ring, and he challenges Killian Dane. Did you see? But he got his ass kicked again. Okay, I feel like we're Go, about run, to see a uh, Riddle heel turn. But anyways, run. But, are you gonna run down the Riddle segment? No. Okay, so, well, I'll say it then. Um, they, Him and Killian Dane, they did a thing. They, they, fought. they fought outside. But that's not the most important thing Matt Riddle was a part of this entire weekend. What? Did you... I I know... I didn't watch the watch along, but oh, I saw clips I heard, I heard of him describing his run-in with Goldberg. I'm not going to say it word for word, but I think Matt Riddle is going to be a gigantic star, like... 
like it could just my main my main takeaway from him describing his experience against Goldberg and how he asserts himself, how he like Wait, throughout what, that what locker it, room. What, what experience with Goldberg? So you want you? I mean, like it's it's all over. It's we'll all break over it Twitter. Down. I mean, we're, okay. So we're he's friends. um because I I want you, I want the listener to seek this out. No. I want you to seek this out. So what happened is that he ran into. So he basically said that like so I was outside the locker room right. And I was just try- and then I saw Goldberg's name on the door, and I was trying to get a peek. I was trying to get a peek, and then as soon as I got a peek, boom! A three hundred pound shoulder went into my shoulder, and then I ran in. It's Bill Goldberg, and when I saw Bill Goldberg, it was like nice to meet you. And then no, no, and then Bill Goldberg said to me, "Well, we got some talking to do." And then I said to him, "Oh yeah, no, t- we could talk anytime, bro." And then Goldberg said. Well, I'm not your bro. And then I said, well, that's okay, bro. And I'm not. And then he said, I'm not. And it just goes on like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I know I'm kind of paraphrasing for a little bit. Definitely. Um, but it's Matt Riddle, dude. Him fucking being a shit stirrer to him and to the Goldberg and Chris Jericho. I, I see nothing but the world for this guy. Who knows? I think, I mean, maybe he'll get called to the main roster soon. He, I, honestly, I feel like he should he should be a sooner rather rather than later. Mm-hmm. I I think he's sort of a little bit above what's going on. And then we see one of probably the newest signees to NXT, Austin Theory. He's not a signee. He's just in Evolve. He's oh, just up. Why in that was he Evolve. there then? Because they wanted to put over Evolve. Okay, cool. Austin Theory's eh, here. He's, he's he kind of reminds me of Flip Gordon. Really? Yeah, no. I think it's the eyebrows. And then we have a triple threat match for the uh, North American title. Pete Dunn versus Roger Strong versus Velveteen. Dunn Strong. Dunn Strong in the dream. Dunn Strong dream. <laughs> yep. The I'm Dunn reliving Strong my team. Dunn Strong dream. Um, yeah, so this is uh, three men are absolutely so good. Uh, Strong, probably the best wrestler, I think, out of the three. I know oh, Pete easily. Dunn's I, I know. great. Yeah. And Velveteen Dream's good, but Roger Strong. Can you imagine like in counting Miles this? above these guys. don't want to get too ahead of myself, but can you... I read this uh, interesting fact that two for the two years that Pete Dunne has been signed for, with the company, he's only been pinned clean six times. Mm. That's how fucking that's that's protection right there. That's strong. Well, he's like Triple H's little like baby. He came out of Triple H's body. <laughs> lifts his shirt up here. Have have some milk. Yeah, have some milk, Peter. Um, so, like I said, uh, we got all men go back and forth. The sharpshooter is strong, but Dunne breaks up with a uh, stomp off the top rope. Uh, Dream Valley driver to Dunn, uh, Olympic slam to Dream by Strong, uh, backbreaker powerbomb to Dunn by Roderick Strong. Then we have a double lion tamer to uh, Dunn and Dream by Roderick Strong, which is, I mean, when they do that, it's always kind of like, it looks super phony to me, the double sharpshooter, the double whatever. It just doesn't, it just looks less painful. Yeah. Uh, we have a better end to Roderick Strong, but Dream is holding the ref back, which I thought was actually really good in that, because I haven't seen that before. No, where, no, no. Where the ref's like being held back to make this. the count. Uh, Dream Valley driver to Dunn. Strong throws Dream out of the ring. Lumbar check to Dunn. Elbow drop to both uh, Strong and Dunn. And Dream gets the pin on Pete Dunn. Didn't get the pin on Roger Strong, though, so I wonder where we're going to see that, if we're going to see that go down in the future. This was a... I hope not because they need to yeah. kick some new storylines next. It was fun. It was a fun match. That's what this. This it was, was fine. I mean, I can say that about a lot of things in NXT. It just needs a new. This they need a new kickstart. Yeah, a new theme song and a new kickstart. Um, let's see. Then we have probably the worst match of the night: Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler. For some reason, oh, I was gonna say I thought I had more notes on this than I did on anything else, and I was like, that's crazy. Um, 
Oh, I have no notes on this match. Yeah, because I, mean, I didn't watch it. I mean, I watched also it because this match was. Uh, sort I watched of it, but not, it wasn't like good. This match was not great, and I feel I'm, and it's it kind of cements the fact that I'm not that I'm not I'm really not that into Shayna Baszler as a as a wrestler because now like from this I think we're at I think we're at almost a year now where I've just kept on saying like oh this is this is the weakest match of the card this is the weakest match of the card this is the weakest match of the card I just see no evolution in. In Shayna Baszler's style, right. I feel like it just ends the exact same way every time. I feel like she's having the exact same match yeah. every time, yeah. even even without her horsewomen sisters. Whatever, I just as much as I think, as much as I as much They're as I think, Minotaurs. yeah, as much as I think Shayna Baszler is talented, like through and through. I just don't. She's just not having. She's just not having that slam dunk of a match. She's not having that match, and I just. And I start. I'm starting to just really think that I'm. My opinion of her is starting to wane on her. The more I, the more I see her in the situation, and it doesn't help the fact that she should have lost this match. I think Mia Yim would have been the better. Should have went over in this match, and for her to just move on. I think yeah. she's just sort of just spinning. I her thought wheels. they were gonna. I thought they were building Candice up to take that title off her, and they still could be. They still could be, and they you know but it doesn't make sense for a loss to Io. Maybe a triple threat match. I, I mean, it's also and then Shayna. But Lee. hey, look, listen, look. I know it's NXT, but it's still WWE, and it's not. But it's also within the nature of WWE booking to fail upwards. It's not the first time this is, you know, very true, my friend. Very true. Um, it, this it was. I was just disappointed. These they they, they lack Mia Yim and uh, Baszler. They just sort of lack. They lacked chemistry throughout this match. The crowd was dead. You know, Mia Yim's pretty over though. She's I mean, very she's over, and she's got a great character, great story. Um, um, I just Jane Baszler's. It's just it was just unfortunate. It was just something about this was just very off. I might even, I might even say this was even worse than uh, Bailey Ember Moon. That's how much of a take that back. You're like, maybe, yeah, I'm, okay, maybe I'm, I'm going to take that back. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, no, I might actually snatch that a little bit. Maybe <laughs> maybe the Bailey Amber movements is a little, like half a star above. Yeah, oh, definitely, I think so. Um, And then the main event, Cole versus Main Gargano. events, honestly. <laughs> um, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, two out of three falls match. Um, The first match was a wrestling match. The second match, a street fight. And the third match... Was a cage was with asylum, weapons an and asylum we- match. Yep, was a ca- was a steel cage wrapped with barbed wire and weapons around uh, around and attached all over it. And no Mitch to plot a plant. I was kind of disappointed. Yep, and this is. Uh, but then they also made it clear, which I was actually, which I actually really liked this nice touch where the announcer made it clear there is no escape. Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, awesome. So this is just straight up just a match inside a steel cage, yeah. which is I think is a nice Triple H touch of an old fashioned thing where like they're not gonna, they shouldn't use That makes sense. I, I always uh, hate that uh, yeah, rule of yeah, escaping the cage. That's why steel cage matches in WWE have always just been stupid. I think if you escape the cage you shouldn't be able to win a title that way. It's like a count out victory, I think. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like you escape but you don't get to win the title that way. Um, so the first, uh, the first pinfall, I mean, it came because Johnny Gargano's a fucking geek and gives up. I get it. Like, listen, no, 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 no. Look, it's, it, in hindsight, it looks really bad, but then I, I sort of, I sort of, no here, but then Meltzer said this earlier. He, um, it only makes sense if Gargano is willing to take that fall only for him to just, to keep on beating on, um, uh, uh, Adam Cole and then go for the pin, and then he'll just immediately just have that for him, and he'll just have the and then advantage. Then it'll be the third fall. And then be the third fall, and he could just proceed to just keep on doing what he's doing. Yeah. 
But that didn't go that way. No. It just straight up, it just, he didn't win. And like, yeah. And then like. Then it led to a street fight match. It, it led to, an, yeah. They it led outside. to another street fight match. And granted, I know I said these guys, I thought the match was good. I really think it was stuck together by the, the calling of, the calling of um, Amar Ronaldo. I thought he had one of the best calls throughout this entire weekend where he said, um, all the weapons, all the weapons housed within this sinister structure. And then you could hear, you could hear, I don't know what, no, you could hear either Nigel or hell, even Beth, or you could hear just a little bit of a snicker like, like that. And like, and I think the internet sort of just blew up over that That's over awesome. Marmonol's sinister it. structure. I love it. I I, love if it. there's not a sinister structure sign in the in full sale, I don't even think they do signs anymore at that place. No, but I don't think they allow signs in the full sale. Okay, but maybe small, maybe the small ones they do. I hope someone yells that at Marmonol. Sinister the next structure. Time. Yeah, I think so. I hope somebody yells at him. <laughs> yells at Marmonol every that. time he's walking down the street. Sinister structure. No, like, not oh, don't yell you. that. Don't, no, you got to say it like him. You got to say it like. That hurts. That's that's it, that's it rough. hurts to throw. Yeah. No, but then I really. But then um, jokes aside, I really thought Marinola like brought this match together. He really brought his A game, just making sure that like, yeah, you know, there was a cohesive story told within this fucking mess of a match, and it wasn't. Of course, it wasn't on the level of their previous two matches. Being, you know, I mean, I said it myself. I think Gargano Cole number one is my number one WWE match of the year so far. Still, that's an yeah. incredible match. Lesser extent of the second one, um, but it was different, and I felt like they were scared. They were more or less scared to make sh- to, to to top those other two matches. Right. Um, they were. They wanted it to be different, and I don't fault them for going that route. Unfortunately, that route brought an inferior match of the other two. They tried. Um, I thought this takeover um, as a whole was not at the level of, you know, hell, even the prior one. This was just a very good match. But No, I think this is better than 25. You, you think so? Yeah. That one had, that one had a Roderick Strong versus Matt Riddle. That's yeah. a really good match. That was a really good match, but still, I think this is This better. had Gargano Cole, too, which is also a fantastic fucking saying, match. 25 was just weird. They had that ladder tag match. 25 is a really good show, all right? Mm. Um, but I think it's just we we hold takeovers up to a, like a specific set of standards. And, um, well, they're there to take hey, over. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. You set, themself, you set yourself up for this sort of thing. You have to bring it every time, right? So I wouldn't put this... I wouldn't even. I would put this around like the B minus to C plus tier of takeovers. Yeah, and I just generally think, and it really kind of just general makes me think of what how weird NXT is as a whole is right now because there there's not a lot of excitement going around the surrounding the product right now. No, and I think it mostly just has to do with a not a lot of call ups are going on right now. Right, right. There's a lot less of excitement. The the cards have been little has been shoveled a lot less. I think Gargano in the main event title picture has kind of worn itself out. As much as I as much as I think the world of him as a performer, I think he's. Um, I think well, they gave him the send off after the show. Apparently, I, we'll find out, man. Hell, it could be going on right now as we speak. Um, and I think, and I think it, there's also this impending. I mean, I'm just gonna say it, doom. 
once it reaches FS1, it's going to compete with AEW. And, and I want more control. That's, that's that's the rumor. That is the rumor, and I and you can kind of see it within that product. That I just find myself less and less excited of watching NXT every week. I actually don't think it's going to happen because it's definitely happening. No, Vince dude. taking over. I mean, oh. I mean, Vince taking over NXT uh, or having more control over NXT because you know I think WWE now. I think Triple H said this past weekend. Oh, by the way, Cole won won the match. Oh yeah. Cole won the match. Cole retained. They they went through a table. There was two tables. Only went through one of them. So God knows if somebody scraped through that and, other and one. Cole um, reached over and pinned him. Um, but I was saying about um, <laughs> about NXT and Vince taking over because Triple H said this past weekend on the conference call that I want the WWE Network to be the one stop shop for everything in the industry. And I think Vince is going to have to realize that not everything on that network, wrestling related, is going to be controlled by him. And I he's going to try, dude. No, he cannot. Not with Evolve. Not with other things like that being on the network. I mean, there's only so much hours in the day, of course, with that XFL. That's what I'm saying. As well. So that's better leverage for Triple H to say, "Hey, you don't control Evolve." to let NXT be its own thing. Let me take over that. Let me be. I want to take over. Maybe that's why it's called Takeover because he took over the show and he's like, what do I call it? I don't know. Take Takeover. I, I don't know. I don't know. What are you looking at? Give some Monday Night Raw. Oh, neat. Fun. <laughs> Is X-Pac wrestling? Uh, close. It's Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn. So apparently Samoa Joe's face. But go, go, go on. Anyways. Um, no, I just, I don't think it's going to, I don't think Vince is going to take over. I hope so, you're right, so Corey. And I, it's just, um, it's NXT's weird right now, and it's, it's, and it's, it kind of harkens back to that. It's in a weird puberty phase, okay? It's, it's, it's no, it's well, yes, transitional phase, um, is a, would be a better term. Like when, remember when Rob Bobby Roode was champion? That kind of phase. Yeah, I was there for that. I was there when he won the title. And those takeovers were still great. Yeah, that's you when know? Seth Rollins came out. Said, that's when ta- that's when the tag team division was fucking stacked. This is takeover. When DIY and American Alpha and uh, yeah, Revival were there. Shit, man. AOP. That's what I'm saying, though, right? There's like a lot less excitement with the with the roster, the Lucha Dragons, with the surrounding roster. And I think, they were good. Remember? But, yeah, but then I also think it's also that like once the NXT kind of just had doesn't have that same rebel. And like rebel like branding on it too because you got AEW you got New Japan you got like you got more of these promotions on the table that is kind more or less kind there's of more eating competition NXT now. yes there's more competition and I feel like NXT has just been staying the same and there's more expected out of it and now. that's the thing is that um, I, I think NXT has a big part to do with this is that NXT really made the the need for this kind of wrestling for these kinds of shows and I know a lot of people were interested in stuff before this but. One of the things that brought me into like watching New Japan and all this and getting more into wrestling was watching NXT and watching NXT and saying, wow, this is really good. And I'm seeking out better, better wrestling. And I think that created the need for it. And eventually, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with providing that, you know, that better and better wrestling. Eventually. I wouldn't be worried like about now w- I'm reaching out to New Japan. Now I'm reaching out to AEW. Not, yeah. You know, what I mean, all these casual fans at one point are turning to more and more of other sources. People are going to wonder where what promotion Kushida has been from. Exactly. And not um, just Japan. And um, you know, the internet's the internet. Like it's 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 so much easier to gather so the information that you want out of a wrestling promotion. But um, why do that? Be retro tape trade. <laughs> um, hell, even go LimeWire trade peer to peer all the time. Is that still around? No, hell no. I mean, it could if you try hard enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that was weekend in wrestling. I know 
Yeah, it's been so much wrestling. G1. It's a lot of wrestling. It's a... Uh, we put a bow on G1. We see we'll still watch NXT. We're going to be back to our regularly scheduled podcast in at least until October. Yeah. And then and then we'll probably <coughs> then we're going to move some stuff around and uh and then uh we I think we're going to do the Vince Russo thing and strip everyone of the titles here. Oh. And then just rebook everything. I love my never open weight hardcore 24/7 prediction title. title. <laughs> prediction title. All right, let's get out of here for City Wrestling Radio for KCSF. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And have a wonderful day. Enjoy Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live, guys. That's hard to say. I don't know. Oh, it's wow. hard Joe's, to say without Joe's laughing. Joe's cr- really cranking it on Sammy right now. Anyway. Maybe yeah. Sammy's a uh, face now. I don't know. Maybe because, you know, his buddy Kevin Owens is a face. But that's not the show to talk about that. Main roster show. Talk about that. This week in WWE, when? Wednesday, maybe? Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, I'm not in it, by the way. No, guys. it'll be me and uh, Gabriel Morningstar again. Yeah. So, because Jose's still in Mexico. Arriba. He's trying out for a triple A. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I can't think of good like wrestling um, wrestling puns based on his name, like Hurricane Rana. Good luck, folks. Stay right. safe. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you later. Bye.